What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 453, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, EP 453, a super sexy one to you from me. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening to download. No. You can also hop on to MaddieMoShow.com where we got it going on with the latest and greatest for your daily entertainment. I got some big things going on up there as well, ladies and gentlemen. Some of the dopest blogs you've ever seen in your life and a whole lot more. So make sure you subscribe, become a member, and most importantly, enjoy. You can also catch me live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review the show. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Google Play Music, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, YouTube, The Maddie Mo Show, IG and Twitter at Maddie underscore pace and facebook at maddie's motivation if you need a little kick in the pants some inspiration ladies and gentlemen but without any further ado it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 453 and it just so happens to land on none other than the super the sexy the super sexy saturday ladies and gentlemen that's right in tonight's episode is entitled must be the milk you know what i'm saying ep453 super sexy from me this is what it is ladies and gentlemen must be the milk now on this show tonight i'm gonna discuss a little bit of the evolution of the female body you know what i'm saying if there is one thing that we can all agree on since the dawn of time women have been looked like as goddesses you know what i'm saying women are gorgeous creatures and beings But I'm going to have to say sorry to my fellow men because really our physique hasn't changed in all the years, you know, since the dawn of time, since we were little cavemen running around trying to bonk a willy mammoth on the head and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? The men, man, we don't have to deal with all that, the public eye and things like that when it comes to the body like the women seem to have to deal with since... I don't even know. We're just going to start at the 1900s for this one. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about actual 1900s. So I think we can all agree that a woman from back that in that era is a lot different than a woman in this era. Now, maybe the mind might be the same, things like that, very similar. You know what I'm saying? We all carry, you know, similar traits as that is said from back in the day. But the body man... Let me tell you a little bit, a little something, because I had a great time doing some research for this show. I thought it was going to be a whole lot of fun, and I actually came across an article that has bodies from 1910 all the way to now. So first up, the body from 1910, the Gibson Girl. Now, if you don't know what the Gibson Girl is, um, it was like an illustrator. Charles Gibson was to the early 1900s what trend-setting fashion photographers are today. His dream girl, broadcast on the pages of Life magazine, Collier's, and Harper's, you know, quickly became the Beyonce of an era. But the Gibson model and OGG, the original Gibson girl, Camille Clifford, was critical of the ideal, which is crazy because I will say that this type of model of girl, they had kind of a long neck. Uh, sloped shoulders, big curls, you know, that really completed the look. Uh, the model and Gibson girl, Evelyn Nesbitt, is credited with being the world's first supermodel. You know, a round, soft body gathered together in a small waist. Basically, rocking a corset, making your body look similar to an hourglass figure. Now, that was back in 1910. 
on to 1920, there was a style uh, called the flapper. Now, 1920, man, there was... It was a different era, you know what I'm saying? The cleavage, uh, cleavage be gone, you know, a flat-chested look was all the rage. All of a sudden, voluptuous bodies like big boobs and things like that weren't so much in style, per se. Um, they moved on. They kind of hushed the puppies away. Shame on them. Streamlined, petite, and straight as an arrow-type women. I'm talking looking kind of like... Uh, a little wooden stick, you know what I'm saying? Shorty is rule Hollywood, a list actress. Mary Pickford is barely five feet tall. That was one of the faces of, of the flapper. And um, it just so happens that it came out in the heavy, like, jazz phase. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that jazz I'm talking about in fashion. The waistline moves several inches below the navel, making narrow hips a necessity. But do not be fooled by that look, ladies and gentlemen, because it can be very deceiving. I mean, one of the main women that was starlight of this particular style was Margaret Gorman, crowned as the first Miss America in 1921, and she was the era's ideal. I mean, her 5 foot 1, 108 pound frame was a full 180 from the era before her, which was again, the Gibson era, the, the era of the corset and hourglass moved into the straight body phase. Now into 1930, the soft siren. Curve make a small comeback not huge just very small all of a sudden people got tired of that slim fit look and wanted a little bit of the curves back so it was the return of the waist Jean Harlow the original blonde bombshell is the sex symbol of the 30s her bust size her boobies you know what I'm saying 34 B so not that big compared to some of these girls now walking around with D cups you know what I'm saying goodness gracious I will say that this look is way better of a step up than the 1920s but then again here we go just a little bit of judgment and uh it's so funny how you know people can be a little bit biased you know a less boxy more fitted silhouette woman the natural waist around the belly button comes back and uh there was a hint of the shoulder too in this type of style so you can go on and check it out it was called the soft siren now on to the 1940s style the star spangled girl you know <laughs> saying everyone would be like mm -mm, god bless america baby the star spangled girl is here they look the look was all angles like the screen like the screen queen katherine hepburn now if you don't know who katherine hepburn is she was a huge actress way back in the day um the bus line goes military with torpedo and bullet bras that was a really big one a salute to broad shoulders because that's when those really came back those those ones those came out hard you know what i'm saying um and it was just cool because after the 30s the 40s hit and it was no farewell to the arms, but there is a farewell to the softer look of the 30s, thanks to World War II, because military shoulders, the broad, boxy, and aggressive look, uh, became the look that everybody wanted. The angularity is the order of the day, you know what I'm saying? The bras, they took on a pointed look, too. I'm talking like that Madonna with that, those cone type of bras, you know what I'm saying? Like bullets and torpedo, like I said, that's where that comes from, because of the style and the look of it. So basically, we upgraded a little bit 
it from the soft siren, which brought some of the curves back, to the Star Spangled Girl. I mean, y'all seen it with that big old plantation-ass looking hat, you know what I'm saying? With the little dress, narrow waist, with the fat hips, you know what I mean? That was 1940. Now on to the 1950, because that was actually my favorite era of when the body shifted into, you know, years to come, but, you know, I love it right now, but 1950 was the decade of, you guessed it, the hourglass, ladies and gentlemen, curves galore, the hips, the booties, popping out everywhere, man, in the dress, in them jeans, it doesn't matter, va, va, boom, baby, that's what it was all about, it was the measurements of 36, 21, 36, you know what I'm saying, the Elizabeth Taylor models that took on that movement, so that right there, the ideal body type reaches like Jessica, rabbit proportions you don't know jessica rabbit go on and look her up it was it's classic baby but after the angularity of the war era a soft voluptuous was prized above all else so you got to understand that it wasn't about all the skinny mini but it was about the thick and it was about the plump and the luscious baby so shout out to 1950s for taking that on now to the 1960s they downgraded, I don't know what they were thinking, they tried this one out called the twig. I'm talking narrow hips and far out. Top model Twiggy clocks in at a petite 5'6 and 91 pounds. I'm talking about Twiggy as the model that I'm looking at right now. Petite, delicate, and doll face. Though very cute, not a whole lot to grab and hold on to. Because for some reason... They thought that, you know, drugs were the way to go, honestly, in the 1960s because there was a record amount of amphetamines that were prescribed for weight loss. So that's when that all came out big time. So 1960s was pretty much the years of the amphetamines, you know what I'm saying, and skinny bodies. Next up, 1970s, the Disco Diva era. Now, if you ever seen the Disco Diva, the white girls definitely differentiate from the black girls because black girls, they were still like petite, but they had a lot of curves. I mean, when you look at it, ethnic women kind of take on uh, naturally a whole lot more curves than white women, although it's starting to differ nowadays, as you've seen online probably, white girls evolving, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, white girls evolving, y'all, that's all I'm saying, them booties are getting fatter and the stomachs are getting flatter, that's what it's all about, but the disco diva, man, that was like the long term, the long lean dancing queen, I'm talking the Farrah Fawcett type, she was a poster girl for the 1970s, and her, her booby size, 30 34B again, so not that big up there. It was more of an athletic build, um, you know, so much for the for the bread diet, the amphetamine diet. You know, they wanted low-carb diets for the 70s styles and tons of cocaine, you know what I'm saying? That shit was popping into the 80s as well where cocaine was a huge spectacle. But uh, Ella, Ella McPherson nicknamed the body... Is a, was six feet tall. Now, that was like a supermodel must back in the day. And a lot of times nowadays, I mean, you look at women like Tom Brady's wife, you know, Giselle. She tall as hell. She look like an Amazonian. They got legs for days, baby. Legs for days was the big craze coming out in the 80s. You know, ZZ Top saying she's got legs. I mean, you know you made it when you are in a rock song. You know what I'm saying? So the supermodel, not anything to write home about. In my eyes, very slim, very slender. A lot of times you can see the girl's ribs very clearly. Now, not to say you're not beautiful as a supermodel. You're just fitting that sort of genre and that group. And that's not for everybody. Just like thick women ain't for everybody. But hey, we all have, uh, you know, opinions. From the 1980s, we move into the 1990s, The Wave. Now, The Wave was a funny year because it was like... 
I don't know, the whole fat makes you fat era, you know what I'm saying, becomes the rally of the low-fat diet. At the end of the decade, Spanx were born, you know, a modern-day corset. Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back is a counterattack to um, everything that these women were fighting against. The fat makes you fat, you know, all the activists and things like that. And uh, his lyric, I'm tired of magazines saying flat butts are the thing, you know what I'm saying? If you remember that, that was a terrible rendition by me. I'm typically way better than that but it was all about the small and slim frame back in the 90s nothing too crazy but then ladies and gentlemen we move into the 2000 the buff beauty and that is when the thick girls come back baby that's what i'm talking about the muscle midriff exposed the britney spears dances all them the j-lo bodies the mariah carries the airbrush spray on abs were invented you know there was just a whole bunch of new trends coming out and the 2000s really set the bar and took us into where we are now and right now the 2010s going into the 2020s which is crazy it has been the decade of the booty baby that is what i'm talking about two words booty bonanza you know what i'm saying and it's all about fat butts and a lot of people you know the women be rocking even the corsets and things like that women in this era Nicki minaj j-lo all them ladies you know what i'm saying they got fat booties it's all about big butts fat booties fat boobies the kim k's they got a whole lot going on up there but that was the 2010s ladies and gentlemen that's basically the evolution but i'm gonna add a little bit more to it because nowadays man you gotta be real cautious and real careful when it comes down to hitting on girls or wanting to get girls i mean some of the girls that are being published and put out there by like mtv and other places it is just absurd man you know what i'm saying half of these girls are like 15 looking like they 23 you know what i'm saying y'all know that danielle brigoli girl the cash me outside girl the bad bobby girl the one that's so disrespectful to her mother and whatnot and gets away with it that girl right there don't look like she's 16 God damn, that girl was born 16 years ago. You got to be kidding me. I'm on 15. I'm, I'm old. I'm a lot older than her. You know what I'm saying? And I would never know how old she is because, man, half the way these girls dress, the curves are such a big thing nowadays. I mean, I don't know what they putting in the milk, man, but I'm thinking it must be the milk. You know what I'm saying? Milk has done all these bodies good, but it is crazy, man. You got these girls that can't even buy a lighter without being carded legally. Looking like, looking like they be getting digged down by that BBC on the reg, you know what I'm saying? Now, hopefully they not, but, you know, some of them are like that Danielle Bergoli and things like that. I ain't going to take the shine away from her stardom, but I will say, goddamn, if it wasn't for the face of these young girls... You would never know the difference. So thank God for the face because the body is far ahead of its time. And these girls ain't even in their prime. Not to mention the styles and the clothing that are being produced at a rapid rate for all these women. The bikinis, the thongkinis, all these things. Man, I tell you what, it makes me never, ever want to have a daughter because I will lock her in her room forever. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to see my baby girl. That's my baby girl. Stop looking at her butt. You know what I mean? Goddamn. Now they out here being freaks and clapping cheeks baby but anyways that was the evolution of women's bodies from then to now but stick around because we're about to hop into the final thought which is coming at you live in three two one let's get it the most beautiful thing about looking back in the past is that we can have moments of happiness and euphoria we can take in all the good times and almost project ourselves back down memory lane with a simple scent in the air or a song that we haven't heard since we were a children. 
The past is also a beautiful thing because it brought you to where you are now. Though you may have certain regrets and things you wish you would have done differently, if you had known better, you would have done better. The key to making today an amazing past to look back on in the future of tomorrow is to take the chances you were hesitant on taking at one point in time and to start fully embracing who you are and even more of what you're capable of. Our capabilities are so much more than what we think, which goes to show us that your mind can be the most powerful tool or the most harmful. Take advantage of the now and make these moments absolutely incredible and unforgettable because you only get one life and sometimes you only get one chance, ladies and gentlemen. So capitalize each and every day to create the most beautiful story of one's life that you can. All right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I truly appreciate you tuning in to this super sexy Saturday with me. Must be the milk. You know what I'm saying? Feel free to share it with your friends. Feel free to share it around town all day, every day. You know how we putting it down. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for my little Sunday Inspirations episode as well. Got some dope stories lined up for you. But for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is Maddie Pates coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show. The host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love. I'm out. <laughs>